We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Love is still the law, even when it's uh, wet and miserable out there, but it's uh, dry and beautiful in here, so <laughs> dry and winter, winter sweaters and flannel shirts shall okay. be worn. Oh, flannel, down vest, and Lori has like a wool turtleneck on. Uh, it's yeah, yesterday Rocco's we were sporty. I mean, Yesterday we were sporty spices. Mm-hmm. Today we're winter spice. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're winter frosting. But I just looked at my very optimistic Android, and it's 80 degrees on Saturday and starting yes. to be nice tomorrow. Okay, Rocco, this is the truth. Okay, so Lori has an Android, and the rest of the world has apples. No, there's well, a lot of Android people. Okay. well, all right. Rocco has an Android. All right. Lori and I have always had different phones. Yeah. Um, my weather is always Debbie Downer. It and is. I, it, it, like dead serious. serious. And hers is always Susie Sunshine. It is. Literally. It is. And, and my, I don't know why. Your maps. My maps, my driving thing is way better than what you got going on. And we both use the same app. It's hysterical. That's funny. I know. It, it is hysterical, but her weather is so much cheerier for well, the rest weird, of the week. because my Saturday's only looking like 65. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, you've got an old Android. I gotta get, get Lori's <laughs> no, phone. No, no, Lori's phone says 80. 80. Mine does not say that. Mine only said like 77. And partly what cloudy. Mine shows sunny and 80. Yeah, mine shows partly cloudy. Cloudy in 77. Yeah, yeah. The the Apple weather is gloom and doom. <laughs> Debbie Downer. Yeah, I'm planning on uh, meeting some buddies uh, on Thursday and golfing. Yeah. Oh, so be people have been out. I if see it's them all the 80, time. I feel like uh, the, the deck at Palmer's might be calling me in the afternoon for an Appersol Spritz, which I discovered there two years ago. And you can watch the Kentucky Derby. I could watch the Derby. it's Derby Day on Saturday, which I didn't even know was happening until I saw Tori is singing Mm. the national anthem. Where were you saying you should watch the Derby? Lori likes Palmer's. 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 Okay, gotcha. Patio. They've Mm. done a lot of work on it over the winter. You know who used to do a fun Derby party was Betty Dangers. Did you see that they're kind of rebranding their whole thing? Oh, are they? they They're still... It's still going to have the Ferris wheel, but now they're kind of going for more of a farm, like a, an animal farm meets George Orwell's 1984 vibe. And I think it's okay, opening is, like this week. Does, does what does that, that mean? mean? Are there going to be baby I know, animals? Weird. I hope not, because uh, I don't what know. What does that mean? I don't like my... Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. Don't I don't like mind. Your, you don't mind zoo smells. Mixed I don't in mind with your manure, drinks. but I don't know if I want it. Yeah, at that it's place. now called instead of Betty Danger's Country Club, it's Betty Danger's Animal Farm, okay. and it says Farm Fresh Fun. There's is um, that literal or? Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I don't we think don't there's actually farm animals. Okay. But I think they're celebrating farm fresh food, okay. whether it be vegetarian right. or animal based. As long as Psycho Susie keeps that name. Right. I should see if they're still doing the. Because, they, yeah, they used to do a big. Uh, uh, yeah, there looks like they are doing a party. So there yeah, you go. I'll put that on my weekend picks. Okay, good. There Rocco. you go. Okay. Because um, what are we here today? What? About our masks. Oh, oh yeah. That's right. Vaccinated people can go ahead and breathe all over each other again, um, outside and with other vaccinated mm-hmm. people inside, and and um, yeah, it's. I was with all vaccinated people, you know, and I at my cabin a couple weeks ago. How fun was it that? It was heaven. Yeah, it was heaven. Yeah, it was just like normal. Mm-hmm. It's, I love it, love it, love it, love yeah, it. Yeah, I don't understand the he- the vaccine hesitancy. It's such a liberating feeling. We've been waiting and. You know, I mean, we've stayed home, had all these things because here's the here's why I worry for unvaccinated people. They're going to ruin it for the rest of us. No, but as more people get vaccinated and this variant that is around, that's very trend. I mean, a first grader died yesterday in Minnesota of COVID-19. It's so sad, but um because they're not vaccinating under anyone over under 16 and people are choosing not to get vaccinated, this transmissible variant is looking hard for somewhere to live. And so if it bumps off a vaccinated person because it can't get you and you're with somebody who's not vaccinated, I mean, I'm just saying it's you're the, uh, the you, you in danger. <laughs> Boys and girls, mm-hmm. you in danger. That's mm-hmm. the line from Ghost. I know. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they say that on the Jason show, I think, but too. Yeah, you in danger, danger, girl. You in danger, girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sharon Stone was on The View this morning. Oh. Okay, she sends me a picture. Oh, I mean, she... I have to, I know what she breathes, what she eats, what she sleeps, no, what she, she writes, had, what she dreams. She had on the most beautiful pink suit, and her hair is short again, and it was she kind of pretty. I really wish that Halle Berry had had this haircut. Oh, but gosh. She was just, oh, Oh, she's so good. I, I've got to read that book, but I don't know when I'm going to read it. You're not going to read it. I am We've already read heard it. everything. Her hair looks so much cute shorter. She Isn't looks it? really cute. She's got the scarf game going on. Yeah. Which is always good. Yeah. I've got but a, you're thin. You have to wear a scarf, I've decided. Oh, the neck. Nor the thicker, people, the thicker people. She said it the best. I love everything about myself but my neck. Well, if no, and even thicker this, people. I had kind of a chubby grandma, and she had neck rings, like a tree ring. Well, okay, there, there's those two. I just think there has to be that glue, that Velcro. Oh, well. We still never tried those little things that you bought us, Lori, that we pinch on the front of our faces, and then we pin on the back of our head. Oh, the instant, that, my sister swears by Why them. haven't we ever worn that? You bought them for us. We haven't tried it once. Laziness, and also we didn't Pain, go anywhere. it looks kind of painful. Well, my sister showed me how to do it. It's amazing. It Does pulls it really back work? loose skin. It and do you wear it under a wig or no, a baseball hat? No, you wear it hat? in your hair. It easily hides in your hair. It looks complicated. I was quite that's, frankly afraid of it. That's but Not we, as both, a fr- we both have this apparatus that's supposed to do wonders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have been more delighted to see Dr. Crutchfield today and get some Botox. Oh, lovely. Oh, my gosh. I'm huh. surprised my face is moving. I just, I'm like, go, go, go. Keep going. More, more, more. <laughs> Keep doing it. Anyway, people are going to see faces again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mouths. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm, I'm sick of wearing a mask. I got to be honest. Yeah. So this is nice. Yeah. I mean, you're still going to have to wear it of when course. you're in public places and stuff like that. But 
Yeah, I was like, come on, CDC. Like, yeah, I don't really, I never wore a mask outside anyway. You know? Did, yeah. Not no. really. I mean, well, when, I'm, warm, when I'm taking a walk in the neighborhood, I don't really do it. Oh, no. Gosh. But, you know, if you're in a ground other people. Yeah, 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 for sure. All right, listen, um, I've got a new word for you. Um, the Washington Post Mensa Invitational, Julia. Oh, sure. Um, mm-hmm. decides, Did you get your invitations? Uh, well, I, no. I usually get one every year. I'm a member. <laughs> it, well, mm-hmm. they... You know how you just naturally, organically, via the windmills of your mind, come up with new words? And I do every once in a while, but you really do. Mm -hmm. Like uh, frustrated, that's been a long time. Frustrated, I can't even say frustrated. Good Good job. Frustrated and flustered, it's a good shortcut word. It's frustrated, yeah. So here's what the Washington Post Menza Invitational they invite people to take any word from the dictionary and add, subtract, or change one Stop. letter. Stop! I should be entered in this. Right. Here, I have a whole list. Here are a couple of the winners. Ignoranus. Okay. Which is a per- <laughs> person who's stupid and an a-hole. As opposed to a dinkaramas. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. A foreploy, mm-hmm. which is what? Foreplay. Um, but a ploy. Foreploy. To get. Laid. Um, misrepresenting, saying anything to get right. laid. It's All a right. fl- this guy, okay. this gal's really right, good at foreploy. Okay, that's um, kind of funny, isn't it? Mm-hmm. How about this one? Um, sarcasm, sarcasm, mm-hmm. the gulf between someone who's sarcastic and the person who doesn't get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of like that one. Do you like that one? Mm-hmm. I like this one, glabido, mm-hmm. glabido, I'll talk, no action. Oh, that's you you have a glib. Uh, whenever I hear the word glib, I think of Tom Cruise and like Matt Lauer. You're being you're Very being glib, glib, Matt. Or I think yes. of that character that Martin Short played, who's uh, oh, gl- uh, Glubman or whatever. Yeah. what is his name? Glubman, Glickman, something Glickman. And he would say glib. Jiminy Glick. Jiminy Glickman. Is that his I, name? <laughs> something like it took that. Took us a while to get there. But, but I think yeah. he would say glib and think. I like that word. That guy was funny. Oh, Jiminy so Clicket. I Martin Short. He, is so he needs funny. to meet me someday in his life. I think he'd like me. You right. know, I've been watching some old SCTV, TV, you know, the Canadian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously all the people from S Creek and stuff. From, right. You know, but my gosh, Rick Moranis was oh. so funny. Oh. Dave Thomas, the guy that he did Bob and Doug McKenzie with, is so funny. All those people are so funny. And it's good to finally see. You know, the guys from S Creek, um, uh, Eugene Levy and uh, Catherine O'Hara. To to finally shine and get all these awards. Yeah, no kidding. All right, listen, um, when we get back. They've been in training a long time. Yeah, right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, When we get back, the stories we can't get enough of. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. So, uh, only Rocco got around to watching Mayor of Easttown on HBO on Sunday night. You and I were Oscaring, and uh, we watched it last night so we could talk about this. Hot new show, which is only available once a week on HBO or streaming the next day on HBO Max. And the second episode, holy crap. (laughs) Holy crap. Okay, so this is with Kate Winslet. It's set in Pennsylvania. She's a cop in a very blue-collar town. And there's a murder of a young woman. And there's past things that have happened in that town. there's a girl that was missing... A year ago yep. that hasn't been solved, and then a, a new, a right. new girl goes missing and turns up dead. We find that out right. And away just in the, the personalities, episode. the acting, the story is so twisty, twisty and tangly. And I texted Rocco right after it, <laughs> and I'm like, 
I know. Oh my gosh. But I figured out who we were talking about and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I said, OMG, Mayor of East, East Woods or whatever. East Town. East Town. I know, but I call it, it East Woods. And then I sent you a different one. Like, oh, you didn't say East Woods. Yeah. I did. I'm like, whatever. This is a seriously good show. Seriously. It's seven. There's seven show. episodes. Is there's five all? to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's seven episodes. And um, it is Kate Winslet. Is, she's a good actress. She's a good actress. We've yeah. kind of forgotten about that. Well, she hasn't been in a lot. In a while, I don't, I don't feel like... She's been in period movies. She was in the, the lesbian fossil movie that Which they was, tried to... Yeah. I love it that it was a lesbian fossil, fossil. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mennonite or yeah. something like that. And it tried to get... It came out right in the pandemic. It would have played like at the Lagoon and, you know, the Uptown. It never didn't go okay. anywhere. But she's playing this gritty, so believable American woman, you know, who's this cop. It, you just... Forget it's even her. Yeah, she's, she's so, unrecognizable. She it, is. Basically, she it's really, really good. Oh, it's really good. And the second episode, the ending of it had not one but two big right. um, moments of shock and yep. disbelief. I had to text Donnie to ask him who Frank was. I know. I had oh, to I knew it. who it was immediately. Oh, you did. And I said it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then I kind of like how there's way some comp- way Well, I just well, no, I didn't say what it was. Okay. I just said to pay attention to who Frank is. But I love the comic relief how it comes yes. in on this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jean Smart um, plays her mom. I like her. Like her so much, but it's acted and played like it's a quirky kind of indie comedy rather than just a br- straight up brutal murder mystery. Which yeah. It, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, I, it's it's compelling. Yeah, it's worth checking out. And I suppose it's only going to be seven episodes. Yes. So. Yeah, that's it. It'll be a one and yes. done. Yes. Well, well, here's... Go, go ahead. ahead. You go okay, ahead. no, you, because you want everyone to watch your CW show, Cruel Intentions or it's whatever. It's free form, Julia, ABC fan. <laughs> Cruel Summer. Or, yeah. Tell us why we should watch that. Okay. Well, did you have something else you wanted to say about uh, no. Mayor of East? No, nope. yeah, no. Nope. We shouldn't give it away. People okay. should. Nope. I, I have some other shows. To. Yeah, we don't want to. No, I don't want... Yeah. No way. Okay, so... Um, Cruel Summer, which debuted last Tuesday night mm-hmm. on Freeform, which mm-hmm. is the old ABC family. And remember, uh, People Magazine said uh, called this a tangy, nasty series. It's a teen drama thriller. Okay, but but um, Jessica Beale is among the executive producers. And in watching the first two episodes, which were shown back to back... It very much has notes from the sinner. It reminded Which we loved. of how and if the people sinner, watch that. That's a great show. Yeah, on USA, it goes back and forth in time. The showrunner is somebody who worked on Scandal and Grey's Anatomy, and Olivia Holt was on. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. With uh, Michael Strand this morning giving us just a little, little, trying to get a little promotion. Of course, Freeform is owned by ABC, so yes. it's about time she showed up. But, but here's the little audio. Of course, and Olivia, uh, this new show, it's a teen thriller. It's set in the 90s, which where I was like the man. And it's about two high school. It's about two girls in high school. But what is the main message of the show? There's a lot of themes throughout this show. Obviously, it's a psychological thriller. So there's a lot of twists, a lot of mysteries to solve. But I mean, most importantly, it's a show about two young girls who really have to learn how to not judge a book by its cover. You know, there's there, everything is not what it seems. And I think that that's pretty much the most important theme of the show. And this is produced by actress Jessica Biel, who, who I think is absolutely magnificent. So what was it like working with her? I, I mean, magnificent. She's lit. She's such a powerhouse. And she was so involved in this project and just really invested herself in it. And it really just made for a better working experience. And just overall, such a cool human being. Obviously, we know her, we know her work, but like she's just so down to earth and so grateful to have a producer as cool as her. You know, she's preparing for life after yeah. Justin Timberlake having a good right. producing career. Okay, do you know who else is a producer on this? Who else? Max Winkler, Henry Winkler's son. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a young adult thriller, and it is really it's good in that it flits between 1993, 94, and 95, and the the hair, the costumes, the music is all, you know, they're spending money and all of that. But basically, it on her 15th birthday, the one girl wakes up just another Texas teen. It's her birthday. She's got glasses, braces, frizzy hair. She wishes she was pretty unpopular. And then it flashes forward two years, and it's her 17th birthday. And she tells a friend, I miss the days when nobody wanted me dead. And oh, then okay. her, the other girl, played by Olivia Holt, same thing and there's a there's some kind of a train wreck thing that happens between both girls and it all goes back and forth in the flashback between these three years sophomore junior senior year okay your sweet spot well i do love that but it Uh is also reminiscent of how the sinner yes that is totally how it was in that thriller kind of ups the cement or the suspense about it but um you know, basically the question the series is asking is which girl's version of the truth is the truth about okay. what happened. Okay. It's good. Well, I there's really always so many different versions about everything. I know. And I, then I, others, go ahead. Well, I just was going to say for, for people who love whales, you know, uh, and if you have Disney Plus, Secrets of the Whales, people are going crazy for it. The, um, you know, because whales, they're riddles wrapped in an enigma in a massive tonnage. I did something that last night as a result of watching that very long show on Sunday night called the Academy Awards. Yeah. And I, I rarely watch documentaries, especially about animals. Yeah. 
I watched my octopus oh, teacher. Oh, I've heard that's okay. so good. Okay, so that Craig won the documentary. I know it, it beat won, Camp Crip. I thought I, for sure that was. Gonna I win. know it won the Oscar for best documentary, and I rarely do this, but I finished our book, Surviving Savannah, which mm-hmm. that's on Friday, and I was just just in a mellow mood, and I thought I'm just going to lay my head down and peek. And it's a story about this documentary filmmaker. Actually, he's a filmmaker, and he had just kind of lost his way, and he lives in um, southern Africa. And he began free diving in cold underwater kelp. There's this kelp area off the point at the tip. And his story meeting an octopus and going back day after day. And it is amazing. It's so beautiful. And I don't like this junk. Yeah, yeah, This isn't my wheelhouse. Is this on Netflix? so intoxicated by it. Okay. It's called My Octopus Teacher. It was so delightful. Oh, well, it won the Oscar and for Best Documentary. They, what ha- how they can transform to look like anything to protect themselves. It just blows me away. It was It's so good. Fun. Yeah, so there's a little something else to watch. Okay. Happy Tuesday. Nobody the date fall. is Tuesday, April 27th for those keeping track at home. We are absolutely delighted to... Um, have a conversation with Joe Zimmerly from Summer Lakes Beverage. We are having My Talk Loves Local, and we've been featuring different local businesses to make sure everyone remembers to shop local, to support our local community. And Joe, my gosh, I'm so excited to learn more about Summer Lakes Beverages, and we need to have these in our hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Lori and Julia, thank you so much for having me on. What a great opportunity. Absolutely. Okay, so... People probably know about you, but it's kind of new for us. Tell us about your business, you know, how you started, because you make fresh cocktail mixes, all from fresh ingredients. Absolutely, we do. Yeah, so this is just kind of a a concept we came up with, and we just started operating about three years ago. Who's we? Um, I was a... Um, well, everyone that helps me out because I am okay. just one person after all. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, my wife, Alyssa, and I started the company... Uh, small family business. My sister's Jess has been with us since the beginning. Um, Alyssa is kind of my soundboard and advisor, and she steers me in the right direction at all times when I go astray. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta love that. Jesse helps. Me, yeah, love that. Um, Jesse helps me out just kind of from the beginning, kind of wearing all sorts of hats and managing all of our events and and that kind of stuff. And my mom even helps out from time to time. She's kind of our creative inspiration of logo artwork and everything creative so that's so cool now were you a chef or are you still a chef yeah great question so i yeah basically kind of cooked my way you know to pay for college and things like that at some you know various occupations and i was an executive chef for years and my whole background um that started with culinary just kind of rotated around the philosophy of cooking from scratch using fresh ingredients um, so oddly enough, I kind of applied that to some different recipes and things like that from when we had family and friends over for little gatherings, be it, you know, birthday parties for the kids or just, you know, different celebrations for holidays around the different times of the year. Um, just came up with lots of different scratch, all natural, fresh cocktail mix kind of recipes because I like to make my life easy, um, and prepare things ahead of time. So oh. that's kind of where all this started really was just people loving and engaging in these little, you know, cocktail recipes that I would make. And I just kind of had this light bulb go off saying, I wonder if this could 
you know, be something everyone would enjoy. You know, I'm curious, Joe, because Julie and I have been in the invention business. Did you, was your first, the first thing you did before you came up with your mixes, did you check the market and see what was out there so you knew what the hole was or if there was a hole or wasn't? I mean, how did you, how was that? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And I would say that I checked the market to see what wasn't out there. Okay. It seemed like, to me anyways, that an all-natural, all-fresh, 100%, you know, every ingredient that is in our mix is has been in your kitchen at one point or another. That's mm. kind of the beauty and the simplicity of it all. Um, and I didn't really see that that really was in existence. Um, everything that I saw, for the most part, was, you know, on the shelf, had been on the shelf for who knows how long, and, mm-hmm. and ours are just all-natural, fresh ingredients that is a really kind of simple, easy-to-make recipe at home. So to me... Um, you know, that's coupled with the idea that, I mean, I just got really good feedback and yeah. it seems really genuine <laughs> from everyone. I know it's just friends and family, but, you know, I just a lot of encouragement from others that you should really think about selling these and, you know, doing a cool local concept. And that's kind of what sparked it all. So you you're just joining us. We're talking with um, Joe Zimmerly. His company is Family Businesses, Summer Lake Beverages, and you have four different mixes, all from fresh ingredients, bottled beautifully. Take us through, let's start with the Luma Paloma, because I just want that right now. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, well, Luna Paloma um, is, you know, a tequila-based cocktail. So a Paloma is more of a grapefruit-flavored, uh, um, I'm not going to call it a margarita because it is definitely different, mm-hmm. um, but sort of the same kind of south-of-the-border concept of, of a margarita. All-natural, fresh-squeezed grapefruit juice, a um, little bit of lime, lemon, orange. We throw zest of the fruit in there and everything. And the cool thing about our mixes is that they're non-alcoholic, so first, you can mix it with whatever spirits you like, tequila, of course. Mm-hmm. I love, a, you know, kind of a bourbon whiskey, grapefruit sour with the Paloma. You could do vodka, gin, uh, rum for more of like a tropical, you know, kind of a drink. Or, or even if you soda don't drink, water, right? Yeah, exactly. Just mix it with the club soda. So the general recipe, so to speak, is shot of spirits club soda for some fizz or if you don't want fizz you could just use regular water too and then just one shot of the mix right on top so one bottle makes like 12 full-size cocktails okay and then and then um you also have bootleg fresh press margarita and fresh press jalapeno margarita tell us first what bootleg is that, yeah, that, so that bootleg, being a Minnesotan, we know I didn't invent the cocktail. It's nope. just my recipe for the Minnesota Signature Cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, all fresh, all natural ingredients. In hospitality, there's a lot of restaurants that have had a bootleg on their menu for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, from being you know kind of the all-scratch natural chef that I was, I wanted to come up with a bootleg that had just fresh squeezed juice, just used real mint leaves. But a bootleg is, generally speaking, a you know, lemon, lime, and mint cocktail mixed with, um, you know, certainly a lot of people do it with vodka, but gin would be more of the traditional kind of style of um, the official Minnesota bootleg. Um, certainly do it with bourbon, um, rum, tequila as well, and that's kind of the beauty of it. Or, again, non-alcoholic. Oh, gosh. And do you, okay, so you sell the Summer Lake beverages, these four things. We can buy them in our liquor store. Are they in the refrigerated section, in the freezer section? Where yeah, do you-, you bet. So this, the whole concept, again, kind of goes all the way back to when I started. 
Um, in order to make these and have them be as good, you know, in people's homes as they are from right after we're done mixing, uh, we bottle it and then we freeze it. So we freeze the mix right after we're done with it and we distribute it frozen. Consumers buy it frozen just to preserve it without using harmful chemicals and preservatives and things like that. So that's how we do it. That way when consumers, customers bring them home, file a bottle, um, it has that fresh squeezed flavor like we just made it that day. Oh my and then gosh. they can keep it in their fridge from them, them there on out. Okay. That, so it's in these little freezers that we have put, you know, placed on, you know, in various floors of liquor stores all around the Twin Cities. I love this so I'm much. So, and I like your little yes. store locator. We're on summerlakesbeverage.com. And I, I there are three liquor stores uh, within five miles, Julia, of us that sell Absolutely. this mix. And if we have a neighborhood liquor store, and we know the owners, maybe we could um, ask them to contact you guys. You bet. Yeah, that's okay. honestly, you know, customer, you know, reviews and, and requests at liquor stores. That's how we've been able to kind of sprinkle ourselves around all the various locations around the Twin Cities. It's been a huge help mm-hmm. for sure. It's, it's just people requesting it. It's fun how many Minnesota, there's a lot of Minnesota brands coming up in this category. Yeah. Um, not so much in the mixed category, mixed, but, in, right. you know, we talked to some beer people, we've talked to some vodka people. Um, when you are doing this, do you, um, I mean, do you have a big facility now? Like, has your business just grown, like, really big? Yeah. Yeah, we, you know, we just rent space right now in a, you know, small kitchen in Plymouth. Um, so that's kind of what we're doing right now. And we hope to, you know, keep growing. Again, this is, you know, just going on year four. We just kind of had our three-year anniversary. And so we hope to have a facility at some point in the very near future. We're just kind of getting that point, as you can imagine, with, you know, I think we're in, I don't know, 90 or 92 stores around town right now. Um, we're starting to have that need, um, but we'll see how that goes for sure. You know, there's a lot of, you know, flexibility with rental and stuff like that for right now. But, yeah. Um, tell us about the, the jalapeno margarita <laughs> mix. I'm just reading what's in that one right because now. Because <laughs> I will say that on every reality show, everybody is getting, they want some kind of a, I want a spicy, uh, you know, margarita. They, everybody kind of wants a hot margarita yes. or something. This is like, seems to be a hot drink that we need to try. Absolutely. So uh, we just came out with our two margaritas. So we have a regular, you know, fresh press margarita is what we call it. And then our jalapeno, um, fresh pressed jalapeno margarita. The, um, they're both obviously same concept, all natural, all fresh squeezed juice, um, simple ingredients, easy to make. Um, the jalapeno is super fun. This is probably, I mean, it's my, my favorite right now. Obviously it changes depending on the day of the week, but, mm-hmm. um, I love the jalapeno because it uses fresh peppers and it's just that simple. So we actually use the same recipe as the regular margarita, but we infuse fresh peppers into the juice. Mm. So what you get out of that is not only a little spice, which is pretty fun, but it's layered nicely throughout. Sometimes you get a little bit on the front, a little bit on the back. Um, But what I think is truly special about it is that you get a real natural kind of green fresh bell pepper flavor out of it too. It's, mm. you know, definitely not the most of the flavors coming through, still very citrus forward, obviously. Um, but that fresh jalapeno pepper flavor is kind of, I think, what really makes this one different. And it's got a good level of spice, um, but it's not like drinking hot sauce. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. It's, you know, a nice little kick. It's fun. You're going back for more, though. Like, you're not putting it down. Right. You know? 
This, this, oh my gosh, Joe, yummy, yummy in our tummy. I'm just dying right now. But, <laughs> but I do like the idea of mocktails because not everyone wants to have the alcohol in it. And you have all these recipes and, you know, you just add some soda water or sparkling water to Absolutely. this. Absolutely. I like yeah, the idea um, of all of these with booze, Julia. Yeah. You didn't have a hangover last <laughs> weekend like I did. <laughs> yeah, when I say one shot of, of uh, spirits, you're probably thinking maybe two, two and a half, right? Yeah. But I do <laughs> love this fresh, fresh mix. Fresh. Uh, I love it. Idea and it's already done. We don't have to do the work. Yeah, like if you're going on a girls weekend or you're having oh. a party and you want to have like a signature cocktail, it's such a pain in the butt to come up with something. And now you've done it for us. You've made it easy. And a great yeah, hostess I- gift and a great, this is just... Yeah. This is great. You have a great, great business. Thank you. Yeah, it's really just the same concept that we started out with. I used to just make little cork containers of this stuff and break one out every once in a while when we had some people over. And it's still exactly like that. So if I was going to do it, that's the only way I was going to. And it really, it's really working out. And thanks to huge supporters like you and, and um, you know, everyone else around town, it's been really fun. And, and we really believe in supporting local as well. I mean, we're out you know, kind of um, throughout the community doing clothing drives and blood drives and trying to give back as much as we can, too. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. Well, people go out and support Summer Lakes Beverage. Go to their website, summerlakesbeverage.com. Are you on Instagram? Facebook. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Facebook, yep, just, everything? Yep, Facebook, Instagram, you bet. And what's your, is your Instagram Summer Lakes Beverage? Yes. All right. Yep. Oh, well, I can't believe yeah, you don't follow Yeah, if you search that you. up, you'll get on there right away. And really fun <laughs> recipes and happenings and stuff like that. You bet. It's so nice to meet you, Joe. And congratulations to you and your family and to all your success. And I hope our listeners go out and buy Summer Lakes Beverages. The Luna Paloma and the Fresh Jalapeno Margarita have got our names on it right now, I think. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my gosh. Have a good right afternoon. On, Thank you so much. Okay, you the too. weather's going to warm up and people are going to be dying for these. Yeah, that's right. All that's right, when listen. that phone starts ringing. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for hanging out with us, people. I have to give a shout-out to Jen Hunkins. Jen, H-U-N-K-N-S, from Medina, Minnesota. Um, we sent you a book, Jen, uh-huh. and I got something back from the U.S. Postal Service that it was damaged so i i don't know if you ever got your book john so if you shoot us an email we can go through our book library and see if there's something else that tickles your fancy okay so email the Lori and julia that show service Rocco, I, right I there feel like yeah, really yeah just gave i me remember s- that name because i took down that name it's i know not a you name did. You hear every day i know and i write them out and i see underneath the u.s parcel thing i see my handwriting on the my talk logo and i'm like i sent this to her because they were trying to figure out who's jen and i'm like that's my writing that's your i mailed the book I don't know what it was, but if you give us an email, we've I'll find something in our we have something in our little. Speaking store. of our beloved listeners, one called in to say on Mayor of Easttown, the the daughter uh, or the the woman who's the mother of the grandson that Kate Winslet's character takes care of. Yes, is played by Kevin Bacon's daughter. Oh, is that, is that so who C? that is? I, yeah, the one that's in rehab. Yes, yeah. yes. I okay. I did not know that either. Sosa, Sosa. No, it isn't her, Lori. It's the one that we saw at the rehab. Oh, yeah, there's Sho- Shovan. No, but I'm talking about that's Kevin's. That's the daughter's name. Oh, okay. it is Sosa. Oh, because Shavon is the real name no, of Sosie. one of the characters. Okay, Sosa okay. is her real. All right, we'll get right one of these days. Yeah. Okay, so some Oscar housekeeping. First oh. of all, the Oscar ratings. Were higher than they thought. It was ten point four million, so it wasn't Only nine point eight. Million. It wasn't it was nine point eight, but it was the 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 largest demo of any show Sunday night, and the biggest thing anything else on TV. That is the the 
the big takeaway on that. But I will just remind people that four weeks prior to the Oscars, the television event of the year happened, and that garnered 17 million views. Harry and Meghan talking to Oprah in a garden. Three people. 17 million. Okay? Got it. The biggest complaint, according to Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411, the thing that people were the most upset about in the Academy about the Oscars telecast was the in memorial segment. Oh. Was the only time Speed that they reading. had the wrong music. Yep. I and it was on fast forward, so we didn't get to feel sad. No, you didn't. About it. So that that's just some housekeeping stuff. Holly posted some of the best jewelry moments and also Zendaya's red carpet look side by side next to Cher, who always wore a bandeau gown quite a bit in the 70s. Mm -hmm. The Oscar on her show, everywhere else. But the jewelry jewelry is amazing. Really, people wore six million dollars worth of jewelry, and Zendaya had a lot of jewelry. I'm talking about her, her six million dollars, amazing. And that was basically an exact copy of Cher, right? I mean, it was well, it is. Cher had a a little more of a thing around her neck. Cher wore, and in the 70s, there were a lot of bandeau side cutout. You saw that, and Cher had. A figure similar to Zendaya, long, lean, and relatively small busted. Yeah, I think it's interesting that she, her outfit was such a tribute to Cher and that hers outfit was such a tribute almost to Prince. exact, tri- yeah, I mean, yeah, almost an exact replica of that hooded purple thing that Prince wore. Oh gosh. Now, Wait here's some... We're going to start dressing like right. you, Rocco. <laughs> yes, please do. We're going to wear that. Um, <laughs> one of your shirts. Okay, so <laughs> here's, here's, here's a little gossip about the Oscars that's happening. Okay. Um, that... Um, Maybe they're trying to throw Joaquin Phoenix under the bus. Bus, maybe not. So so far, nobody's commenting on record. So Joaquin Phoenix, when he came out and gave the last award, which was Best Actor Oscar, right? Instead which, of Best Picture, which is how the Academy Awards have ended since '72. The awards, okay, the awards. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so when he came out, you know, he was supposed to tell a meaningful story about acting. He said, I don't know what that means, and I'm not going to do that. Basically. But all these actors inspired me. Mm-hmm. In his Converse Chucks and his Stella McCarthy text he's worn like every year for six years. Yeah. And so uh, apparently when it was understood by the Academy that... But maybe the Academy didn't communicate this to Joaquin. Maybe they did. He chose not to do it. But if by if if Anthony Hopkins was Wins, the winner, right? Because they wouldn't let him zoom. He could have been awake. He wanted oh, to be awake. They would not let him that. zoom. Remember, they said no one can accept a zoom. And award. You have to go to a theater in your town or something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, it was understood that should that be the name. That Olivia Coleman would get up and accept the award because she plays his daughter in oh, The Father. Okay. Okay. And she was sitting there in the London theater in that beautiful red dress. I, I think she was sitting, wasn't she sitting? Was she sitting in London? Is yes, that where she was? She was? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he announced the name, accepted on his behalf, and then the show just ended. And, and Quest Love. Yeah, just had to start playing because someone was probably saying, but. She was supposed to get up and accept on his behalf. That had been 
prearranged out ahead of time. You would think so. It was worked out ahead of time. So I don't know if the producers didn't tell Joaquin because they were so sure Chadwick Boseman was going to win. Right. They forgot to remind him of that. It Or did Joaquin just not know script. what to do and go off script? I feel like they didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. I think they thought Chadwick was going to win. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it seems like every award show is either Chadwick won or the guy from Sound of Metal. Nobody right. saw Anthony yeah. Hopkins coming. No. He, he did win the BAFTA, but we could have had a lovely speech by Olivia Coleman. He would have had a lovely speech. gave a speech. great speech He's last year. Always when she wonderful. And, and it was like they usually say, you know, we accept this on behalf of something. I feel like he was just speechless. Yeah, he was. So I don't think they told him. I think the they screwed up. The show's producer screwed up. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it was Joaquin, although he might not have gone to rehearsal. This is true, too. This He's a true. new dad. He's kind of a wild guy. Yeah. He's one, a new dad. One of the most tweeted about uh, things on, on the Oscars, besides just the show itself, but it stayed consistent, mm-hmm. was Zendaya keeping her mask on through the entire show. Mm-hmm. because She was sitting next to the sloppy kissers. <laughs> the sloppy <laughs> kissers. Rodeberg and and, and then people were also wondering why... Not just Brad Pitt's hair, that that they really noticed, but why was Brad so fidgety and distracted? He was not movie star calm and cool and collected. LeVar Burton even called him out for not helping. Oh, everyone. Jung Soon. I couldn't stand it. And I I really feel like they had a fine line to walk because they weren't wearing masks when they were walking forward to get their awards, Lori. I felt like it's a fine line because we are all told to wear masks and here they are not. All right. Even though it's. Like being in a rest, you know what I mean? I felt like there was a fine line.